Shania Diaz lives in L.A., so she drives a lot. And in 2021, she leased a new car, a navy blue Kia Sportage. It's been a wild ride. Can you tell me about the first time that your Kia was stolen? Yeah, the first time I actually went to a friend's wedding. It was like the following day I came back and um, I was like, I know I parked here. She'd left it on the street near her house. And I even asked a friend because they saw me park there too. And I was like, did I park here? Because I thought I was going crazy. And I started calling the tow companies and nobody had my car. Then little did I know that it was actually stolen and it would be this whole adventure after that. The police eventually recovered the Kia about three cities away. And the car was totally totaled. So all the wheels were taken off. The car was trashed. It took four months to get it fixed. And a week after she finally got it back... It was stolen again. This time I felt very furious because I was like, I just got the car back. After it was stolen the first time, Shania hid an Apple AirTag in the car, which meant that now she could actually see where her car was as it moved around L.A. She decided to tail it in a rental car and says she eventually tracked it down outside of school. And I kind of just staked out the car and I waited. I called 911 and I waited for the police to come for like an hour. And I just watched the car and then they towed it and it went for fingerprinting and everything. And then there was the third time. Someone stole the car off the street outside her house in broad daylight. This time was just like, I just sighed. I think I was so over it at that point that I was just like, okay, here we go again. Are you, like, secretly hoping that the thieves will, like, drive it off a cliff? <laughs> yeah, the third time I told the detective, I said, don't look for it. <laughs> I was like, just let it go, and it got found a day after. I was like, why do I keep getting it back? Like, if you're going to steal it, do your job. <laughs> Shania's experience might sound extreme, but all across the country, Kia's and Hyundai's, too, are getting stolen in record numbers. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Tuesday, May 23rd. Coming up on the show, how Kias and Hyundais became some of the most stolen cars in America. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. Kia and Hyundai started selling cars in the U.S. in the 80s and 90s. They're both South Korean companies. Hyundai owns about 30% of Kia, and they share some of the same parts. And for decades, these cars were not stolen that often. Our colleague Sean McLean says there was probably a good reason for that. They were cheap. Not really an appealing car to sell. I mean, what are you going to do with it after you steal it? Both companies 
used to run ads, you know, saying our cars are cheaper than used cars. For less than the average price of a new car, you can get two new Hyundai Excels. You know, you can get a new car for the cost of a used car. And certainly they still have that customer base to a certain extent. What is it about these cars that makes them cheap? Well, Kia's and, and Hyundai's as well, but certainly Kia, their strategy is to focus their spending on design, the interior, things that customers see and touch. And they don't spend as much relative to maybe some other manufacturers on you know things that you don't necessarily see or you might not necessarily care about. One of the features many Kias and Hyundais didn't have was an anti-theft immobilizer. A lot of their entry-level vehicles built between 2011 and 2021 didn't have them, though customers could sometimes pay more to include it. So the immobilizer is two sets of computer chips, essentially. You've got one inside the key fob and one inside the steering column. And what it uses is radio signals that are sent out by the key fob and detected by the steering column. Unless the car detects the signal from your key, it won't start. That's why they call it an engine immobilizer. You know, Kia and Hyundai are not the only manufacturers that have sold base model vehicles without an engine immobilizer. And I don't think anybody really made anything of the fact that they continued to do so perhaps longer than most other manufacturers. You know, it wasn't a standard feature. For a long time, not having an anti-theft immobilizer wasn't really a big deal. Until suddenly it was. It started last year. The Kia Boys TikTok trend going viral amid a surge of break-ins targeting some Kia and Hyundai model cars across the country. Sometime last summer, a series of social media videos on TikTok and Instagram and other platforms started coming out by a group calling themselves the Kia Boys, showing themselves breaking into uh, Hyundais and Kias of certain model years and driving wildly down the streets. The Kia boys and the copycats they inspired were young. In many videos, they looked like teenagers. But when it came to stealing Kias, these kids were experts. So the videos depict often young men climbing into this car and they will break a window normally or drill out the side lock and a door, get in uh, without car alarms going off. And then with their hands or with a screwdriver, tearing off a piece of plastic that goes around what they call the steering column, which is, you know, the area behind your uh, steering wheel. After ripping off a few other parts, thieves can use one end of a USB charging cable to twist a little knob and start the car. And what they're filming themselves doing is not only, you know, stealing this car, but driving erratically down the roads. Weaving back and forth very quickly, uh, driving well above the speed limit, you know, multiple people hanging outside the car, um, driving wrong way down traffic, you know, down the sidewalks, on the grass. Basically, hooliganism, but uh, in a stolen car. As videos like these went viral, Kia and Hyundai thefts began to climb, first in the Midwest and then around the country. For Hyundai and Kia owners in St. Louis City, police say thieves are targeting your cars. Berkeley police reported a rise in stolen Kias and Hyundais in March. This is an issue that law enforcement is aware of, that the automaker is aware of, and sadly something that more and more Kia owners are coming to terms with. 
In some cities, the spike in thefts has been extreme. In Minneapolis, for example, during the first four months of last year, only about 100 Hyundais and Kias were stolen. So far this year, it's been nearly 2,000. For people who've had their cars stolen, like Shania, it isn't just the stress of trying to get your car back. There's also the financial burden. Shania estimates that between insurance deductibles, Ubers, and rental car fees, she spent at least $5,000 as a result. And then there's the hassle of just trying to get to work in L.A. without a car. I, honestly, I ran to work a few times. <laughs> I walked to work. Um, I took Ubers. And um, then I also fixed up my old car. So, But my old car was, it's a really old car. And it's like, there's no AC. It's, there's no heater. It was kind of tough in that car as well. Yikes. But at least it doesn't get stolen every 15 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But even when her car isn't in the shop or stolen, Shania's Kia has caused her problems. Like a few months ago, after her car had already been stolen and recovered twice, she was in her Kia running an errand. And there was a police car following me. And I was like, that's really weird. And I turn and all of a sudden their lights go on and I get surrounded by like eight cop cars. And they're like, put your hands up. And... Um, I get out of the car, and they had, like, four guns drawn to me. Oh, my gosh. And giant guns. <laughs> yeah. And I guess they had thought that I stole the car. Wait, they thought that you had stolen your own car? Yeah, yeah. Why? I believe they forgot to take it out of their system or something. And it was, like, a Sunday night again. And, yeah, it took them a lot of convincing, actually, to tell them, like, it wasn't me. Wow. You must have just felt like you couldn't catch a break. I definitely felt that way, yeah. I was just like, it was one thing after another. Redondo Beach police confirmed this happened and said another jurisdiction had not yet cleared the prior theft from its system. It's not just Kia owners who are fed up. It's also government officials. Several cities, including Seattle, Baltimore, and Cleveland, are suing Kia and Hyundai, blaming the companies for property damage and the burden that all this has put on local police departments. An attorney's general from 17 states urged the federal government to issue a recall of the affected cars. Here's California Attorney General Rob Bonta. When these cars are stolen, they have led to injuries, they've led to death, they've led to other crimes being committed using those vehicles. Hyundai and Kia have left us no choice but to call on the federal government to either order a mandatory recall or work with the companies to institute a voluntary recall of the affected vehicles. Kia says the lawsuits are without merit. Hyundai called litigation against it improper and unnecessary. And both companies say a recall isn't needed because their vehicles meet federal requirements. Kia today and Hyundai as well say that they had sufficient anti-theft protections on the vehicle as governed under the federal motor vehicle regulations. And therefore, the vehicles aren't defective and that these thieves, as they call them, have simply found a way around these anti-theft protections. So far, regulators haven't issued a recall. Kia and Hyundai also say that the reason other cars without immobilizers aren't stolen like this is because they're not being targeted on social media. Until these videos came out, you know, you were unlikely to have your car stolen if you had a Hyundai or a Kia. Now, depending on where you live, it might be the most stolen vehicle. So sort of like Ford Boys just hasn't really taken off yet. <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm sure Ford is hoping they don't. 
Still, pressure's been building on Hyundai and Kia to fix the theft problem, fast. The question is, how? That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Workday. Get the whole band together with Workday and pair finance and HR on one platform for an epic performance. With Workday AI at the core, you'll make confident decisions faster than ever. And you'll drive flawless business and finance operations with an agile platform that constantly evolves to future-proof your organization. Be a finance and HR rock star with Workday. Visit Workday.com to learn more. Ever since the Kia boys showed the world just how easy it is to steal a Kia or Hyundai, the companies have been scrambling to contain the problem. In the short term, the companies have been handing out steering wheel locks to car owners. You might have seen these things called the club or or other similar devices that prevent the steering wheel from moving, even if they're broken into. They've also come up with a more permanent solution, an upgrade that can make older keys mimic what an engine immobilizer does. Kia and Hyundai owners can bring their cars into a dealership and have it installed. Hyundai and Kia have contacted owners by mail, advertised on social media, and set up a website where people can check to see if their car's at risk. But getting this fix rolled out to 8 million potential customers hasn't been easy. With anything like this, where you've got millions of vehicles on the road, these things take time. And historically speaking, the completion rate, they call it, of like a recall or any of these repairs is fairly low percentage-wise. And part of it is because, you know, if you've got a 2011 Hyundai or Kia, you might be the second, third, maybe even fourth owner. And those folks tend not to take it to a Hyundai or Kia dealership for repairs or for an oil change. So they may not hear about this unless they're conscientious about it themselves. Since the program started in February, about 600,000 Kias and Hyundais have received the fix. That's about one in every 13 cars that need it. The companies are also trying to stop those videos from spreading on social media. Hyundai and Kia currently um, are employing a media agency to watch social media 24-7 to try to flag these videos to prevent them from proliferating on the social media platforms. Um, They say that there is a direct connection between where these videos go viral and a spike in thefts, and therefore they are trying to get uh, these social media companies to take down these videos as quickly as possible. A spokeswoman for TikTok said the videos of Kia and Hyundai thefts are, quote, not a TikTok trend. Instagram says it's removed flagged content that breaks its rules or promotes crime. For Kia and Hyundai, the challenge isn't just cutting down on future thefts, though. They're also struggling to fix the cars that have already been stolen. Cars have been in the shop waiting for parts. Uh, one dealer referred to it as intergalactic backorder, 
you know, the challenge for these manufacturers is, you know, if you've got a car that was made in 2011, which is about as far back as this problem goes, you know, you've stopped manufacturing these cars and you have to estimate how many of these parts you're going to need. And Hyundai and Kia did not anticipate needing hundreds of thousands of plastic steering column covers. And that's one of the things that's really on, on back order right now, the specific part underneath the steering wheel. And they've been working to build up a supply, but you know, talking to dealers, at minimum, you're looking at a 10-day wait. All of this, the sourcing of new parts, the software fixes, the free steering wheel locks, it's all costing Hyundai and Kia money. And on top of that, Kia and Hyundai settled a class action lawsuit last week. They agreed to pay up to $200 million to help compensate owners for the costs they've incurred due to the thefts. But Sean says it's unclear how much it's actually affecting the companies overall. Look, I, I think it's difficult to quantify the impact on a company from something like this. I mean, there is the hard impact is obviously, you know, your $200 million and the costs associated with rolling out repairs for all of these vehicles that are affected. But if you look at the raw numbers, Hyundai and Kia sales are going up in the US and they continue to be strong. So there seems to be no immediate concrete impact on the business as a whole. There might not be an impact now, but it's hard to predict what it might do to the brand long term. I definitely feel like their name's been a little tarnished for me. When Shania first got her Kia Sportage, she said she really liked it. It was a big upgrade from an old SUV she'd been driving. How do you feel about the car now? Um, I just feel, I think a good example is when my dog was in the car, when the police came. This was after the second time her Kia was stolen. He didn't want to get back in the car. He literally sat on the floor in the middle of the street and was like, I'm not getting in there. And I totally feel like that. I'm like, <laughs> do I really have to get in this car? When does your lease expire? Uh, next year. Are you looking forward to that day? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to have it sooner. <laughs> I'll say that much. Uh-huh. And what kind of car do you think you'll get next? Um, anything but a Kia. <laughs> That's all for today, Tuesday, May 23rd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like our show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.